0: Hello, everybody. My name is Abby Murphy. Welcome back to the podcast. This is podcast number, I don't even know, honestly. There's just like, ugh. there is too many to count, and what a blessing that is. How fun. Um, my name is Abby Murphy. I'm the host. This is That's Life Pod, and you are now a That's for Lifer. That's right. You are one of the squad members now. Um, this is a podcast dedicated to. Talking through the transitions of life through a Christian lens, Um, everything that I say, I want to be scripture-based, based based off the word, and uh, I hope to spread the news of Jesus in the best way that I can while still understanding that I don't have everything figured out, Uh, no one will ever have anything figured out, and we're not done until he has called us home. Uh, So that is the root of this podcast. I'm glad you're here. You're supposed to be here. You're supposed to be here on this podcast, listening to this one. You're here for a reason. Please join us. Please stay and please enjoy. Wow. That was probably the strongest intro I think I've done yet. That was like a little props to myself. High five. I'm holding my little bear right now. Mr. Bernard. Um, and I'm giving him a high five and I actually did it and for those of you that didn't think that I did it I actually didn't do it. So you know what you could be a hater because haters gonna hate and And thou shalt not hate the scripture of the book from the bible of a certain number of, I know it says in the bible that you do not need to hate. So wherever it says in the bible not to hate Hey, can you look that up? please please so I have, I have now designated peter (laughs) as my right hand are you doing actually (laughs) um as my little looker upper man um he's kind of he's you know what i'm i'm playing out patience right now as i am waiting there's There's, well it's in there thou shall not hate that no i didn't make it up that's actually in the bible
1: I know, but I no, I don't know.
0: I think it just says you should love. Where does it say not to hate in the Bible? What does the Bible say about hate? Oh, I said it wrong. Hate. What does the Bible say about hate? If anyone says I love God and hates his brother, he's a liar, for he who does not love his brother. Whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all offenses. Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderers have eternal life abiding in him. Long story short, thou shalt not hate. I don't really know how I got on that. But anyways, now that you're here, I'm glad you're here. And Peter's also here, for those of you that are listening who know who Peter is. Peter is my, say it with me now. Joe's. Mm, nope that's a that's a little inside joke for you know, little <laughs> f- funny people peter is my boyfriend <laughs> gross <laughs> anyways i say that to say we just got back from spring break and it was super fun and it was amazing and I've dedicated this podcast to not only telling you about my spring break experience but also telling you uh, kind of what it meant to me and uh, th- this podcast the message really is going to be um, more focused around like more of like a story time type of deal rather than uh, more of like a sermon-y message kind of but I definitely I mean the trip was all focused on the Lord as everything in the Lord or everything in the world should be or at least I try to make it that so I can't wait to talk about it with you guys talk about what I learned all the new experiences um and what it meant to me so before we get into that I'm gonna open up in prayer and then we'll get going Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this wonderful day and I thank you that I have a platform that I get to be able to do stuff like this. Um, you've given me the opportunity to be able to choose what uh, you've laid on my heart to talk about and I thank you that I get to share some really awesome stories. I hope that um, my experience touches people, helps people feel comfortable and uh connected with you and I pray that this is a beneficial podcast um please be with the person listening and I pray for their happiness this week and I pray that they try to live each day as if it is a spring break or vacation um make it special and make it worth living for you Lord in Jesus name I pray amen so let's I would just like to preface before I start this I had hiccups literally like 10 minutes ago and now they're gone if that's not the Lord's work I don't know what is. I just took a little potty break and came back and now my hiccups are gone. So uh, cure to stopping hiccups, go to the pot. Anyways, so for my spring break, for those of you who've been listening for a long time, you probably already knew, but um, we went to Bowling Green and then we went to uh, Gulf Shores, Alabama, and then we finished off home stretch in New Orleans, which I've never been to before, but that's where Peter lives. So it was me and Peter, uh, or Peter and I, yeah, yeah grammar I go to school Peter and I and then the people we met along the way there were just many so I'll just tell you as I go so we started Friday night we went to the show Spongebob shout out Greenwood High School and I really had to practice some patience people because I was hangry like literally when I get hungry it's like I don't even like. I'm just a beast. I can't even explain it. So I feel so bad for my family. They've had to put up with it for so long. But I just turn into this alternate personality, and I'm working on it because I really struggle with patience a lot. Patience is very, very hard for me. And um, you know, I've been working on it for a while. But I believe that we all have our weaknesses for a reason. And if we didn't have our weaknesses, you know, where weaknesses keep our keep us. Are you videoing me? Are you videoing me? You're so slick. Oh, your face is so red. It's the same color as the pillow. Peter's a super fan. He's videoing me right now. Uh, But anyways, um, what I was saying was, I I think that the Lord gives us, um, or allows us our weaknesses um, and helps us through them. But weaknesses keep us humble and keep us... Grounded in our faith because it's almost like we kind of get a big head, like, oh well, I don't, I don't struggle with anything, so like, why do I need someone to help me? Um, so you can kind of look at your weaknesses in a blessing in that sort of sense that it keeps you close and connected with the Lord. Like the the harder things that you go through, um like the hard times that you go through, are sometimes the the moments that you're closest with the Lord. And let me tell you, when I was hangry, I was really trying to be close to the Lord Jesus. Um, my stomach, I've never felt more hungry than I did in that moment. But anyways, that's just a me thing. But we watched it and then it snowed. It was a snow blizzard. So on top of me being hungry, I did not dress nor pack properly for snow. And it was a blizzard, like five inches. And so I really just, it was just a night. It was a night and I was just in I just had coffee. I don't know why I'm. Anyways, I just really had to just practice some self-control. But Peter had a smile on his face the whole time. But then the next day, we drove to Gulf Shores, and it was a really, really good, like, drive. I don't know. There's not really much to say about it. I was kind of going crazy. My butt was going numb, but, like, eh, whatever. Um, And then we went to Gulf Shores, and... Hug out there, you know, it was the beach, my grandma's beach house. It was super fun. And then we went to New Orleans and I got to meet all of Peter's family. And it was just like a wonderful, well-rounded experience. Um, but a lot of things stood out to me. So one thing that really, really, really stood out to me, um, that I've never really experienced this before, like on a trip with someone else before is, doing, well, okay, I take that back. Some of my friends, um, shout out to my roommate, we we did this a lot whenever we would go on trips together, but um Bible time was always a staple, like, first thing in the morning, which just sets your day up for success, and I think so easily, like, so often we think, like, oh, you know, we're on break, like, we don't need a schedule, like, this is our break, this is our one week to, like, spend on us, spend on the people we're around, like, 100% like a break is for resting and restoring like stay away from school just have your time to recoup like you know all of that j- fun jazz but like even even when you're on break your faith shouldn't ever be on break you know what I mean um and every in everything you do work do it for the lord um that's literally our purpose here on earth and if we for one minute lose sight of that like why are we here you know what I mean? And that Peter and I were talking about that today was like, when we don't do our Bible time or when we push off uh, prayer or, you know, this, that, and the other, we like notice it. Like, I don't know about y'all, but for me, when I don't have my Bible time in the morning, I just have an awful day. Like I just feel off anxiety creeps in. Um, my doubts sink in. I'm worried. I'm anxious. And it's because I don't have the armor of the Lord protecting me. Because this world is evil. Like, e- evil. Like, Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Like, e- evil. If you know a show that's from, you're a real one. Um, But but the, the Bible is the word of the Lord. Is the armor of God. And it will prepare you for what life this evil world has in store. So, the verse that I... Really like to accompany that is um, Ephesians chapter six, and it starts at verse 10. for all the lord's people pray also for me that whenever i speak words may be given to me so that i will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which i am an ambassador in chains pray that i may declare fearlessly as i should i think this was uh verse 10 through 20 and i think this perfectly exemplifies why we should read the bible every day you gotta put on your armor like you can't go into battle without putting on protection you don't learn to ride a bike without wearing a helmet you don't try something new without taking the extra safety precautions um you don't go to the gym and start out with the 20 pound weights you work yourself up like you've got to prepare and if we don't prepare for each day break or not then we're going to fall and we're going to stumble and we're not going to stay uh true to ourselves in the path that the lord has for us and we're not going to be able to walk along that path so if you're struggling with anxieties um staying on the right path, especially like I had break anxiety a lot. Uh, I totally urge you to really stay true to that, that part of your schedule of waking up, doing your Bible time, or whenever you do your Bible time, whatever works for you. Um, but, but don't let that fall in any season and any uh, break. Now, obviously we're human and things, you know, aren't always going to work out that way. Um, we're human, so it, it won't be the same every day, but if you have, time to do all these other things in your day, then you have time for the Bible. Jonathan Pakluda said something in a podcast that I really thought was great, and it was like, if you don't have, like, you don't have time, oh, how did he say it? It was like, you don't have time to do anything, or if you don't have time for the Bible, then you don't have time for anything else. Like, you wake up, and your day doesn't start until after, like, the Bible is finished, until your Bible reading has finished. Like, why should you make priority anything else above the Lord? And the way to do that is to read your Bible. And it's it's pretty harsh, but it's it's blunt. And so I, I really appreciated being around um, and I'm very thankful for being able to be around communities and environments and people who... Um, have the same beliefs as I do and who we can hold each other accountable and say, okay, 7 a.m., we're waking up, Bible time before anything else. And it was just really, really great moments. And those were some of my favorite moments throughout the whole trip. Um, now, I said break anxiety, break break anxiety, break, I don't know. I'm trying to, like, sound cool with that word, but it doesn't really sound cool. But what, what I mean by that is, like, I'm a schedule person. I like to have control over... Uh, you know my schedule what i do the plan of the day and so every time i go on a break like the first day is just always a really big struggle for me like on a camp like if i'm at a camp the first day is always a struggle or just being with someone else's family like the first day is just always kind of hard because it's weird it's like unsettling you're not used to it you don't really know like how someone else kind of goes about their life their day and so it's it's just uncomfortable for me I don't know if anybody else kind of struggles with that but I'm a routine kind of girl and so when the routine isn't like when the day isn't really um known to me in in a way that like I haven't experienced it before it's a struggle and so I'm really really trying to work on that because that's why my word for this year is spontaneous because like like I said in, in multiple podcasts, like, Jesus's life was interruptions. His ministry was interruptions. Like, he didn't have things planned out. Now, the Bible also says, I know the plans I have for you. Like, Jesus knew the plan from the get-go. Like, he knew what was going to happen. He knows what's going to happen. He knows what we're going to say, what we're going to think. Um, he knew he was going to die on the cross. Like, he knows all these things, and yet, in the Bible... His entire walk on the earth was filled with all of these quote unquote interruptions that we would look at and say like oh yeah but like let me finish this for the day or let me um, get through this task 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 and then I'll and then I'll come around and help you um, and I just think that's a beautiful thing and I I really want to strive to do that and so I talked to Peter a little bit about that um, just in like you know I I'm a little bit worried because I don't really know like how your family goes about things, or I don't really know, you know, this is a new environment, a new place, and he was so accommodating for the whole thing, he's literally sitting right here, but I already told him all this, but, um, find, find people who make you feel comfortable in your discomfort, and, uh, and that wasn't really a big thing, it was kind of just, like, a moment that I had, but I think that I'm so reliant on the Lord at this point in my life, which I haven't been able to say for so long, but, in that moment, it was almost like I kind of freaked out due to, like, routine of of freaking out, kind of like, oh, well, this is what I always do, like, that routine, like, oh, every first time I'm in somewhere new, like, I just kind of, it's just an off day, and it it kind of just clicked once I told Peter how I felt, I was like, like, why should I still allow myself to feel that way if I know fully, like, this day is not mine, it's the Lord's, this is the day the Lord has made, let us rejoice and be glad in it, like, the the Lord provided this day for us. I didn't. Why? Why does it give me the authority to choose how I think about it? Um, now, mindset is different than than uh, a plan, I guess. Um, you know, Jesus has the day lined out. He knows what you're gonna go through. But we're we're in charge of our mindset about that. We're in charge of our intentions, and we're in charge of um, the choices that we have to allow our minds body mind body soul um how to to go through that plan and so after I had that conversation with Peter just like yeah it's just you know I'm kind of scared like I this is new food that was another thing too was like I'm so used to uh the food that I eat that I don't really have to think about it and like trying all these foods it's kind of scary you know for someone who's struggled with eating in the past like it's kind of like oh yeah like now I don't really know what's going into my body um you know all these things that that I expressed and then an hour later I was like who cares this is life hashtag that's life (laughs) ha 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 let's just enjoy and I am so lucky to be able to spend a spring break with one of the most genuine families I've ever met in my life literally so sweet shout out to the Canellas Claire I know you're listening to this right now hey Claire girl um but I want to talk about them for a little bit because that was another big thing so the first big thing that I learned was patience the second big thing that I learned was uh getting out of my schedule getting out of my routine and the third big oh and the third one bible time always have bible time sets you up for success the fourth thing that I learned were just so many different traits and qualities that this family possessed that I just like I realize, even when you're younger like you can still look up to people that are younger than you and it's an amazing thing so I was blessed to be able to meet the Canelo family um Mr. David Miss Karen Val and Claire and Teddy the dog adorable um and I got to spend a couple days with them it was the best best few days of my life that I've had in a long time it was just such a great experience I loved New Orleans like the the area itself is literally just a storybook like fairy tale land like it's so pretty um but the family like welcomed me in just like I was their own from just like the first moment that we met um so we drove with the parents back to Peter's house and I (laughs) the door opens and Claire comes out with like these little Mardi Gras beads and just like puts it over me like how they do in Hawaii with the lays? like it's just the first thing that happens and I walk in and they like hand me the dog and they're like oh he likes you his ears are bending back and, a, and that's like means he likes you basically and so I was like yeah <laughs> but it was so cool and then they they give me a tour of the house and from that moment on it was like best friends literally best friends with Peter's sisters they were just the coolest people ever. Um, and I think something that helps us bond so much is our faith. Well, I know something that helps us bond is our faith. Um, we had so many conversations about like, what do you think on this topic? Like how, how do Christians stand on this? And, you know, uh, what does the Bible say about this? I mean, we would talk about the sermons that we watched. We would talk about, um, our, the Bible verses that we read that day. Um, how to apply social media to christianity and uh, or christianity to social media i guess is the order that that should go in uh, jesus first love you bro but it was just such i ha- i don't really like the word life-giving because i feel like it's kind of like the christian word like oh this is so life-giving like kind of like stereotypical like i don't know but that's the only word that i can use to describe it like they were such life-giving conversations that i had with these girls who i literally just had met and it was crazy like it was definitely god god designed god de- de- destined i don't know god definitely placed us in each other's lives for a reason because they're both so different but they both taught me so much so val val is really really good with patience she's very i would literally describe her as like a proverbs 31 woman like very uh gentle and her spirit is very gentle and she's very um, timid in a way that's not like timid where she's like meek like she's very confident but timid in the way that it describes it in the bible as like someone who is calm and um and i, I don't use the word gentle very i guess soft like <laughs> in her approaches with people um she's like a cuddly little bear And sometimes I could come off a little harsh and a little blunt and, um, straightforward, like tell you how it is, rip off the bandaid and Val's like, let's get the Neosporin ready and the, uh, peroxide ready to prepare you. And I'll hold your hand while we rip the bandaid off type. So I very much so learned that like nurturing, uh, warmth security from Val and then from Claire I learned to just be joy joyous in every occasion Um, Claire is just this little bright ball of just like bubbliness and um, She Just makes you feel warm and fuzzy when you're around her Val is like the mother nurturing like calmness and Claire is this little uh, jokester happiness makes you laugh whenever you talk to her and so I learned to just be happy in every situation I mean I never saw Claire in a situation where majority of people would be like oh are complaining never heard one complaint out of Claire's mouth at all I mean she just has this childlike faith about her that is so beautiful for someone who's growing up and going through high school and transitioning and she just has a bright attitude about everything that she encounters so um, if you go head over to the That's Life Pod on Instagram, wink plug, you can see more about these girls. You can put a face to the traits, but um, they're really great people, and I'm so glad that I got to learn so much from them. And Mr. and Mrs. It's fa- it sounds weird saying Mr. and Mrs. Canella because it's like so formal, but um, Mr. David and Miss Canella or pff, Mr. David and Miss Karen, they I learned so much from them as well. I mean you learn so much from parents just in life as children because they're not old they've just experienced more but i've never felt more welcome in a home they just treated. i think the thing that i appreciated most was that they just treated me like one of their own um took me under their wing and it wasn't even like it was very they were very respectful of like abby's our guest like don't do the dishes don't do this um which was very sweet but Also, it's kind of like I love just feeling like normal, you know, and they really made me feel normal. Like there were times where the kids would all be busy doing stuff and I would just talk to Mr. David like, hey, how's work going? Or I don't know. I don't know much about being a lawyer, but we would talk about the wordle or, you know, I don't know. Um, And Miss Karen let me cook with her. And we just had these these moments that you just can't get in like a normal routine and you just can't like those are the moments that i cherish the most like the activities were amazing and everything was so fun but like those are the moments that really stick out to you because you're growing together and you're making connections and learning from people that boost you up and fill you up so you can be able to do the same um this family is definitely family that fills up your cup uh if you've heard my cup uh example before basically you're gonna have people in your life uh you have a bucket everyone has a bucket and you'll pour from your bucket to help others but if you don't have that person being able to pour back into your bucket then your bucket's just gonna keep getting empty and you can't keep pouring from an empty bucket so the Canellas are bucket fillers spread the word the Canellas are bucket fillers and i hope that i was able to have at least a fourth of the impact on them that they had on me but um it was great. It was awesome. A wonderful trip. And coming back from Belmont was just, oh, uh, I mean, coming back from New Orleans to Belmont was like, mm, because we had spent like this week and a half of just going, spending time together and being, you know, with my family and Peter's family. And then we sat in the airport getting ready to go back to Belmont and we were just kind of like quiet <laughs> because I didn't want to go back he didn't want to go back and we pull up to Belmont University and we're like oh my gosh but I'll never be able to explain because you would think like after spending that that such long amounts of time together that we'd be like okay time for our personal space and like whatever literally I felt like I missed him when he was in the uber with me I don't know it was just so weird like it was weird. You know what I mean, bro? It was just weird. But we go back to our rooms, put our stuff up, and then we're going to get Donato's for dinner. And I see him and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so fun to just get to hang out with him tonight. Like we hadn't seen each other forever. And we just start like laughing about, I don't even know. We were just excited to see each other. And it was like a whole fresh, like that, like 10 minute break of us going to put our luggage in our rooms. And then coming back together was just like a little, it was like a fresh new experience from just this wonderful week that we just had together. Um, And I'm so thankful to have someone like that to be able to just be so genuinely happy to see them. Um, I'm very thankful for it. And I'm so grateful that the Lord has brought little Peter to me. (laughs) High five, bro. Oh, he gave me a hand hug because I'm being nice to him right now. Um, but yeah, it was great. And the only struggle that I would say now after a week in, uh, I'm filming this on a Thursday, is just getting back into the schedule of things is hard after you've had such a wonderful experience of like restfulness. But the reality of life is that there is reality in life. And there's work and jobs and we have goals and to achieve those goals. It is hard work. Um, and so I really just have been struggling with that this week of just getting back on the schedule of things and finding that motivation again, because I was in a really good routine before spring break. And then the break came and I was like, this is nice. Like I kind of didn't realize how much I needed a break. And now coming back, it's like, Hmm, well, I want to be back where I was, but that's the thing. Life keeps moving forward. And Life is hard, and change is hard, and working is hard, and all these things are hard, but if we keep a bad attitude about where we're at, and then we keep moving in seasons, then that season that we were in, we're going to miss, but we were complaining the whole time that season, you know, it's just this vicious cycle of, like, never being happy and content in the moment, and so what I found, I said this to Peter last night, was, like, I want to treat every day like i'm on vacation i want to find something new every day in my routine a different look outlook on things a different um experience and it doesn't even have to cost money like you could just go on a walk and if it's cold go on a walk on the treadmill or you know do something to just make each day memorable and i fully fully 100% believe that that starts with the lord that starts with your faith that starts with opening the word every morning or every night or doing things in your day that remind you of the Lord that allow you to spend alone time with him um prayer thanking him for everything thanking him for the hard times thanking him for the good for the little things for the big things start to challenge yourself to thank God for one more thing every day than you did the day before you know, add these little things that make you look at each day differently in your routines so that it gives you that vacation state of mind. Um, Peter sent me, I was like, oh, I don't want to be in this class right now. So, whenever I was telling Peter this, he sent me a verse, Colossians chapter 3, verse 23. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. And... That has been on repeat in my brain ever since he has sent that. And it's helped so much. And I woke up today and I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a great day if it kills me. And uh, today has been a really great day. And it's all about your intentions, how you start your day. And the way that I started my day was, yep, you guessed it. Cracking into the word. So, moral of the story, Bible reading is your friend. Um, and... Yeah, so that was my spring break experience. It was just, it was really, really, really good. It filled me up, so I'm able to pour out to others. Um, I hope that you guys had the same experience with your spring break. And if not, who says you can't have another week where you try again, even in your routine, even in your schedule? We have to think like life is not a sprint, it's a marathon. And if we get so focused, On each day and each tiny little thing in each day we're gonna lose sight of the fact that like life is long we live for a long time but as Christians if our lifespan of like us being born to heaven was the size of a yardstick our time on earth is about a centimeter if you really really think about it Um, because heaven is eternity And that's the goal is to benefit the kingdom with our time on earth. And so if we get so focused on a week or two weeks or a day or a moment and stress ourselves out, then we're going to lose sight of the big picture of, hey, like if I have a standard American life lived to like what, 90, like I'm 19 years old right now and I feel like there is so much life ahead of me. Just think of how much life there actually is ahead of me. Life with the Father. Um, So don't let getting out of your schedule get you tripped up. And don't let these hard days tear you down. Um, Remember that the Lord is with you every step that you go. And that your time on earth is temporary. And this is not the end goal. So I hope that you take those things with you. I hope you enjoyed hearing my little story time, my little spring break moments um i hope you enjoyed just chilling out listening had your headphones in if you didn't have your headphones in then blast me on the stereo on the boombox. all your friends that's life up in the hizzy town y'all yeah okay i'm gonna stop talking now thank you guys for listening so much i love you all jesus loves you and that's life Also, before I forget, stay tuned till after the outro music for a special surprise from a special visitor. Okay, that's life. Bye-bye.
1: Peter. My name's Pete. <laughs> I'm not actually doing your intro. Why? Well,
0: I'm not in your podcast. Have the hiccups. I am the hiccups. I need you to do it.
1: Welcome back to That's Life Podcast. <laughs> I'm Abby Murphy.
0: Actually do your impression of me.
1: What's up for lifers? I'm just <laughs> Thank you so much for being back today. Today we're gonna have a very light-hearted, fun, friendly family conversation. You know, usually in the past we just <laughs> dig into the word, whatever the Lord's feeding into my soul. And today I I just really want to take a break and give you a real life life update. And today we're gonna talk. Can you chill? Keep
0: going. It's good. Don't stop. Don't- <laughs> <laughs> I am a hiccup, I can't like, no, Isn't that what you sound like though? No. no, I don't think it is I'm gonna hiccup again I'm gonna hiccup again Oh, For life Oh, your mic sit, your hat sit The mic, i have to potty okay.
1: okay. Can we listen back to that?
0: Yeah, right now? Put your hat on all the way Time, I- I'm
1: gonna work on, can you chill out? <laughs> I'm worried. Ah, ah,
0: ow. You're what? I got
1: tears
0: in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I have to wait until my hair goes fast. My tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I laugh, my hair goes. Scare me.
1: Meet your green tree, Dan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Meet your <their> green <laughs> Help. Help. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's time to start. Would you like to do an outro?
1: You know, usually I end off in prayer, but since this one wasn't really faith-based, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean?
0: Everything I do, everything in life is faith-based.
1: No, I meant scripture-based. Oh, okay. I'm not saying a prayer. I'll let you say the prayer. I'll let my guest say the prayer. Hey guest, would you like to just I close have the hiccups this? I can't. Dear Jesus, thank you for this amazing podcast.
0: Have <laughs> <laughs> you been doing that this whole time?
1: It just sounds so crisp in the mic. That's what I could hear when you were in the bathroom.
0: I only did one poop. Only one little thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like this. No, it sounded like this. <sighs> <sighs> That's life. That's life, bud. That's life, Sam time for me to film.